0: Amen. Thanks team. What an incredible Sunday it has already been. Amen, friends. You know, I uh it's you know, normally we're kind of wrapping things up. We like to, you know, keep it an hour, try to keep it tight. But it's Easter Sunday. It's Resurrection Sunday. And I don't have to take too long to preach the message this year cuz the message at Easter is the same every year. The message is really summarized in three words. Some of you already know those three words, but I'm going to ask you to say those three words with me a few more times. I I do do this every single year. If you know those three words, friends, say them with me. He He is risen indeed. Amen. Three words. Three words are why we gather here to celebrate every Sunday morning. It is the day that He was risen. He is risen is why we go into the waters of baptism and rise to new life in Jesus Christ. He is risen is why we now take the message of life, of redemption, of new creation, of hope out into a world that is still lying in death and despair. He is risen. Friends, it is these three words that drives everything that we do as the body of Christ, as the people of God, as His church. Amen, friends? Amen, friends. Three words. We know three words and the lost are found. We know that three words and prisoners can be unbound. We know that these three words and the blind will see. We know three words. And the captives can be set free. We know that we, with these three words, that angels will dance and shout. With these three words, the demons can be cast out. We know that with these three words, that death has literally been undone. And with these three words, our victory has been won. With these three words, a new day for all of creation dawns. With these three words, the old life can be gone. With these three words, the promises of the old covenant are all fulfilled. With these three words, the promise of the new covenant is sealed. With these three words, that stone was rolled away. And with these three words, we shout together on this glorious day, He is risen, yes my friends, and when I say He is risen, it's not just a metaphor, it's not just His teaching, it's not just His preaching, it's not just His mission, it's not just His memory, no, when I say He is risen, it's because He is risen, His body was raised to new life, yes, thank you, it is worthy of celebration, He is risen, His body came back to life blood coursing through his veins, his his synapses firing, his his mouth tasting, his nose smelling, his eyes seeing, his, his skin feeling, and his voice speaking again because he is risen. Not just risen, not just like alive. Again, it was new creation new life the kind of life that is now promised to all who put their faith or trust their life in jesus christ we too are raised to new life in him because he is risen and so we don't gather just for religious observation we don't gather just to be entertained we don't gather to be amused we gather as the people who rise to new life in and through jesus christ and we became one as the body of christ his holy Church, And when I say we, of course, I don't just mean you and me, I mean we. I mean there are millions of people shouting out this morning, He is risen. We do not stand alone in this hope. We do not stand alone in this faith. We do not stand alone in this promise. No, we is much bigger than just you or me. In fact, it goes back 2000 years and it's going to go forward until He comes again we stand in the resurrection, the new creation of Jesus Christ. Amen, friends? Now, we have to cover our bases. This is gonna be somewhere between really old school liturgical church and really new school Pentecostal having fun church. You ready? We're gonna stand right in the middle. We're gonna go, just in case anybody's like trying to check the boxes, we're gonna do a little uh, call and response here. Do you know what your part is gonna be? Yeah all right yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, and, and, yeah I was hoping you were going along here with me. We need a call to worship. Amen friends, we need a reason to confess our sins. We need to have the assurance of the forgiveness of our sins. Why? We need a prayer of praise for the day. I think we need a scripture reading. Will you read for me Matthew 26:6? Will you read for me Mark Will you read for me Luke 24, 6? I think that's the right one. And John 20, verse 9. Read it for me, friends. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. You memorized it. I think the preacher needs to be preached at this morning. Will you preach me a message today? Oh, that was good. Oh, that warms the... Oh, I love that one. That's a good message. I'll remember that one for the rest of my life. I'll never forget that one. Three words I'll never forget. I need a reason to go out into the world. Will you give me a reason to go out into the world and face things, the hard things, the difficult things, the things that people are wrestling with? Will you give me something that I can share with a world so that I can give them hope? I can give them life, I can give them a promise that stands secure on the foundation of the Lord. Will you give me something to go with friends? Yes. Yes. Oh, friends, that's all we need. That's all we need. That's all we've ever needed. But the question I wanna ask you this morning is, is He risen in you? We know He has risen, but I need to ask you before we wrap things up here, has He been risen in you? Has He come alive in you? Has He brought you into new life? Has He been risen in you? Friends, this is why we come and we gather to celebrate the life that we now have in His resurrection. Friends, Have you allowed him to speak and call to you and invite you to those waters of baptism? Have you been raised to new life by going down and rising up and proclaiming him as your Savior and your Lord? Have you heard his invitation to come to his table and to feast and to feast and to feast again so that you can have all you stand in need of to do all that God is calling to you when you take that body broken for you, when you remember that blood shed for you, has he been risen as you? My friends, has he risen to new life in you? Have you been stirred? Has your heart been strangely warmed as he's come alive in you? My friends, has your heart been tuned to sing the praises of God and God alone? Have you been renewed in your thinking, in your feeling, in your, in your dreams, in your aspirations, in your hopes? Have you been renewed and transformed into a new creation so that your waking thought and your sleeping thought is only of Him and Him alone? Friends, has He redirected your steps so that you follow Him ever more closely? Friends, has He restored your hope in a dark and hopeless world. Friends, has He grafted you into the vine of life so that your life may bear much fruit, fruit that will last, the Bible says, fruit of eternal glory in your life, in the lives of others. Friends, has He been raised to new life in you? I wish I could just give you a formula. Some preachers try to give a formula, but I gotta be honest. I've been at this a few years. I, I celebrated 50 years of life, half a century. Whew, it's a lot of life behind me now. And, and, I'd, and I'd love to be one of those guys, one of those preachers that maybe just gave you a formula to say, you know, just, just do these things and God will come alive in you and He will work in you and He will work through you. But the testimony of Luna and of Cade and of Yenna and of every person here is, he, he seems to work with everybody as the most important body in the world. He, he seems to work with us as such an individual level out of his great love for us. So my friends, as much as I wanna give you a formula and say, just do these things, just follow these steps and, and, and it's all gonna go well for you. I can't with honesty and integrity do that. But what I can do is I can look to this resurrection story, and I can maybe give you a couple steps that might put you on a path to experiencing new life in Him. And if you'll give me just another minute more, I'd like to walk you through some of those steps. What I love at the beginning of the story of resurrection in all the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I'll, I'll, I'll have an angle, I'll have a take on, on how they were experiencing resurrection and new life. But I love how the first thing we see is that Mary got up on Sunday morning and she went to where she thought she could find Jesus. And guess what happened? She did. She got up, she went to where she was going to find Jesus. Now she thought she was just going to find a body. And as it works out, she found a very living, risen, reigning and ruling Jesus Christ, hallelujah and amen. But she just got up and she went to where she thought she could find Jesus. And congratulations, you're already on a path to knowing more of him in your life because you got up you got dressed you put on your sunday best you made everybody look good and and you came to where people come to meet jesus and when we come with our hearts intention to meet jesus so often so often is the case is he shows up so my simple invitation to you is keep showing up Keep showing up to where Jesus shows up. Now, the beautiful thing is Jesus can show up in your life anywhere, anytime, anyway. And, oh, we're going to be talking about that the next two weeks. But you know where I consistently find him showing up? Here. He just shows up here. He shows up when we gather in his name. He, he He honors and remembers his promise to show up, call on me, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I can be there with you. So just keep showing up to be the body of Christ Now, and that leads us to the second thing that I see happening in in this story. Again, this isn't like a formula, but Mary, she's there alone, it would appear, but she doesn't want to be there alone. So she goes and she brings Peter and John. There's something about bringing people to Jesus Christ that Christ seems to show up in our lives in a more real, a more tangible, a more tactful way. just, Just coming together in community, inviting others on this journey knowing that we don't go it alone. We don't go it alone here in Connections. That's why we're called Connections. We're always trying to connect with God and we're always trying to connect with one another as the body of Christ. He seems to show up when we just come together in his name. The other thing that I wanna point out to you though is maybe the most confounding part of this story says that Peter and John come, and there's that whole, I mean, it's got to be a real story, and John had to have written it because he gives all these crazy details, like he outran them, but he didn't go in, and Peter jumps in, and then he goes in. And, but then, did you catch at the end of that story, with their part in it anyways, says that they didn't understand. They didn't understand what was happening. But did you read what else it said? It said they believed. So often, I find that people are seeking understanding before belief. And now, don't push this, don't press this too far. But sometimes we just have to step into belief because our understanding will always be limited. I, again, I turned 50 this year and I finally had to admit to myself I don't think I'm going to figure it all out in the years that God has given me. But I'm not trying to figure it all out anymore. I'm not not trying to figure things out, right? I'm not, not trying to have understanding, but there's some things I won't understand. There's some things I won't always piece together. I don't know why some people are healed and some people stay sick. I don't know why some people, uh, you know, seem to experience a kind of a resurrection in the lives and, and some people don't. I, I I don't, I don't know why good things happen to bad people, and bad things sometimes happen to good people. These are confounding questions of life in our world, and we wrestle with these things, and I encourage you to keep wrestling with these things. We can keep seeking understanding, but at some point, understanding has a limitation, and we take what we've experienced, we take what we know, we take what has been revealed to us, and we just step into belief. We step into faith. We, we step into trust, and that, that seems to make a profound, life-changing difference. One will just say, I'm going to step into faith now with you Jesus Christ and I call you Savior I'm gonna call you Lord I'm gonna start living my life for you then the last thing I simply want to say here and oh boy you should come back next week I'm, I'm cutting it way short here this morning man the thing that made all the difference of course is that when Mary was stuck in her doubt and her confusion and her unbelief because the others leave and she's staying there she's weeping she's crying Jesus reveals himself to her and she's so forlorn she's so in despair she's so despondent it seems she doesn't even recognize what's happening who are you looking for? that's a great question not so much what we're looking for I do believe the question of life is who? who are we looking for? And the who that we are looking for does one thing that changes everything for her. Did you you catch what he does? He says one word. You know what the word is? It's her name, Mary. See, earlier in his life, Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd, and the shepherd knows his sheep, and the sheep know his voice, and he calls his sheep by name. And when Mary heard her name, she knew her Savior was alive. And it re- really was the Lord of all creation. So I've got to wrap it up, friends, so I'm about to do that. we got one, maybe, maybe let's make this this last one. We'll just do a couple verses of it, and then I'll give them a, give them a blessing out so the team can come up. We're just going to give a few verses of a song here on, on the way out. If you got to slip out, I mean, I can't hold you back anyway, so do what you got to do. But let me just say a prayer, and the prayer is this, that maybe... This is the morning where somebody is hearing for the first time their name called by Jesus. And if you hear Him calling your name through these songs, through these prayers, through this word, then I hope you'll just say, yes. Yes, Jesus. Yes, my savior. Yes, my Lord. And if that's something you want to talk about, explore, no more about, like I said earlier, we do this every week. We do it every day of the week in between. We're always here, friends. Let me say a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much on this Easter morning for bringing us together to celebrate the resurrection of your Son, our Savior, the Lord of all creation, the risen, reigning, and returning Jesus Christ. Thank you. Now, Jesus Christ. I ask you to call each and every one of us by name. Call us by name. Call us to you. Call us your own. Call us to our resurrection in you. Call us to our new life in you. Call us to new creation in you. Send now the Holy Spirit. Yeah. you